Hey y'all, you're listening to Diagnosing Sitcoms and Movies, the DSM podcast. We help make mental health more comfortable by using Black movies and shows we know and love and culture to remove stigma. So join our convo with your host, Courtney Copeland, licensed mental health counselor. And Dr. B, licensed professional counselor. Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! <laughs> it's our anniversary. What, what? Are we going to sing this every year on our anniversary? Until I think we did this last year. Did we? Until someone else comes up with an anniversary song, I think that's it. Okay, I'm good with this one. I like it. You know what? We need to write Drake. Um, no, no. Everybody mm-hmm. came up with a birthday song, but then nobody come up with an anniversary song. Can we get somebody other than Drake? 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 <laughs> Drake? What? It's your anniversary. That's how it will go. Yeah, because it's Drake. Uh, All his songs sound like that to me. (laughs) (laughs) What's poppin', y'all? Thanks for joining us on our third year anniversary. Hey. We three years old. We years old. Not quite old enough to go to school, but too damn old to not be potty trained. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. Damn it. I'm not potty trained yet. (laughs) <laughs> so make sure that you're following us on social media because we will be you know posting some just extra fun niceties uh on our instagram page to celebrate the anniversary we're super excited about that but let's get into this episode today we are talking about the 2002 crime drama paid in full 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then insert music because we needed it. I love mm-hmm. I loved the the intro for this for this movie. Like it was everything. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yes. And I to celebrate like, today's episode, I'm funky fresh dressed to impress and ready to party. Man, listen. Like you fresh. <laughs> you really do need to incorporate this into your into your wardrobe for like forever. I really feel like I was born in the wrong era cuz I feel like this is a look for me. I feel you like this is this is where I need to be. You should be here always. It's cute. It's you. Yeah. Fitting. So, yeah. Get get everything, like, really make it into, like, you need, like, several more pairs of the glasses, the frames, everything. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think the, the the fake gold chain is holding me back. I think my chain being mm-hmm. fake is. When you grow up, you get you get a real one. <laughs> <laughs> when you grow up. Only when you, when you grow up. So, yeah. No That'll pressure. Be part of my graduation package, because I'm already getting fronts from graduation. What? That's the point. Look, I want to be like you when I grow up, right? <laughs> You're too cool. I'm over here looking like Matilda's best friend. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Wrong movie. Paid in full. Just, I'm just really glad that you said it because I bought it for years. <laughs> I know. I know. I think I have a few people. Think that about me when I wear glasses, especially with these little two braids that I love to do <laughs> when I don't have nothing else to do to my hair. <laughs> we gotta get out of our cute cities, get back into our gangster mode. Hell yeah, crime drama. Hell yeah, oh, shoot up. <laughs> no one's gonna take me serious ever. Oh. <laughs> I so that nigga bad know. love be whole cake. Mm. You took the whole cake and mushed it in his face. Whole cake. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Rico was crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. We'll, was we'll so get into crazy. that. We mm-hmm. sure will. But I think for this being a 2002 film, mm-hmm. like, this was like, the 2000s was it. I'm not going to lie. Because it was popping. Yo. Okay. Say what you want about Dame Dash. But the man produces quality entertainment. This movie was everything in high school. This Paper Soldiers, like what? The, the man makes films, okay? He did. He did that. He, I mean, he did have to slap uh, Harvey Weinstein, so the people say. Things but. needed to be done. He, it, it, I mean, I wish more people would have slapped Harvey Weinstein. Quite honestly, you, you know what? He had it coming. So don't he deserve it? If anybody deserves. I hope he backhanded him too. He didn't even dignify him with a front slap. He did a backhand. He backhand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you get front and back, 
did it, dang. <laughs> We're going to put that out there. Start the rumor. Game Dash mm-hmm. definitely double slapped Harvey, Harvey Weinstein. Bam, bam. Bam, bam. Yep. Anyhow, I was 12 years old, though, when this was out. I was in high school. I was not allowed to watch this. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think I watched it until like in my 20s, actually. So, Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and then having watched it, I, it really did become one of my favorite black movies. So well, let's say, how did you feel about it then watching it in your 20s? Watching it in my 20s, it was like, wow, I want to be a drug dealer. And wow, then okay. I'm glad you didn't watch it as a child. <laughs> You're so impressionable. I'm good. I'm so like Ace. I'm so impressionable. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Um, I was that kid who saw the little cocaine bows and weed bags on the floor. Like, I wonder what we can play with this. Like, put it down. Let it. What are you doing? What are you doing? That was me. So, the Dare program actually saves me. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't say that with a straight face. Anyhow, so <laughs> <laughs> this was this after seeing this movie for the first time. Um, yes, I, I fell in love with Cam. I don't know who didn't, and if I am the only one, so what? Um, <laughs> and you know, of course, Makai Pfeiffer. I mean, it was just I, it gave me the little girly feels that I needed to have, but also enough rough and toughness to be like, yeah, hell yeah, I'm black. So I wow, loved it. Okay. Uh, before we get into anything further, I do not want Harlem coming for me. So the diagnosis that we are going to get to these characters are to the characters. Okay. We are not talking about Rich Porter. We are not talking about AZ and we are not talking about Alpo. We are talking about Ace, Rico, and Mitch played by actors. I do not want anyone. Harlem, don't come for me. Don't. Because I still really think that Cam shot Rich Porter. And that's not what happened. There's a lot. Yeah. Rosie, uh, Dr. B, I know good and damn well that you don't know shit about what I'm talking about right now. That, and that's okay. That's okay. That is okay. That I is do know. Okay. I do know. Okay. But I didn't know that. Why did people think that Cam shot Rich Porter? Because like, he did such really a good, good job. Wow. They, in the, the storylines, they enmesh in people in the street life, you know. And so they really, they, they really be mad. Like, why did you shoot him? Damn, Cam said people walk up to him to this day and be like, why did you shoot him? Yeah, Dame Dash, I, I saw an interview Dame Dash said <laughs> he got shot like because of this role. Like, so I think, I didn't understand the whole complexity of it is not just like a little movie. It's based on real story and it's big. It's real big. Yeah. So. But we're not talking about them real people. We no. not. We talk about the characters. Although I do wonder what they're up well not what they're what ozzy is up to like is he really a business owner like he his name like, is az his name is az, AZ. you can AZ. and so there's there's that and he has a whole uh youtube page you could follow there's documentaries I wow yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i just want to see like is he really still running the businesses that he has yes. mm-hmm. yeah i want to be like him the legitimate mm-hmm. businesses yeah. mm-hmm. again you know what i'm not gonna say nothing because we're not talking about the real people um he cut that all out cut it out Cut it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can see myself in my cells. I should have popped my lenses out like Calvin did and itched my eye through the end. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he was mad ignorant. Calvin was foolish. And then I just realized he's also the father of Franklin in uh, Snowfall. And it's mm-hmm. like, damn. He, but he needed another role because in everything else I still saw him. Like, that's Calvin. Right. Right. When I saw him, I was like, that's definitely the guy from Payton Fool. That's him. And he's still involved in the streets somehow. At least he was trying to get out. He was trying to get out. He and it's no fault. But here it was, yo, fuck that. Give it to my man, Ace Boogie. <laughs> yo, I see. Keep working hard. <laughs> yo, when he hit me with the, what's popping, Kermie? What? I'm going to Right here. What's popping, Carmi? Angie Wrightsy did just screaming in the background. 
I'm like, why would you get behind the body that's being shot? Like, you should get out of the way. Like, out. She didn't get out the car until Rico pulled off. That's why I didn't understand. I didn't understand it. <laughs> he like, shot. Not everyone knows what to do when bullets go off. It's kind of a scary situation. I don't know what I was You're right. Doing. You're right. I'd probably be like, <laughs> thinking I'm running, but I'm like, Frozen. <laughs> my fight, flight, or freeze. Okay. I'm really frozen. I am going to freeze, friends. <laughs> I feel myself a little bit. It did. <laughs> I got to bring me back to reality. Right. <laughs> hey, I'm going to be gone. Uh, I'm just going to be out. I think I'm going to be out, but I'm not. I'm going to be sitting there, but out of my mind. Definitely out of my mind. Hey, damn. I might pass out. just <laughs> might. <laughs> <laughs> So you know what? I don't shoot sure. me up. <laughs> Girl, let me tell you. I just, there was a lot of fighting in this movie. What's that? Because it didn't, not a lot of people got hit. A lot of people got shot. Not a lot of people got hit. Yeah, there was a lot, of, a lot of fights. Like, even when I looked at the trailer, I was like, damn, like, the trailer just only had a bunch of fights. <laughs> like this. That's all you saw. The jail fight, you know. Oh, like, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Ten niggas, man. Ten niggas jumped on him. And then, you know, right. making Puerto Rican cat put ten raises out of his ass, giving niggas buck 50 across the face. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy, man. It was crazy. I know. It was like, they really were trying to make the point that he was a soldier. And, like, they certainly got the point across. Yes, indeed. Because <laughs> he was always in the midst of that shit. Okay? Yeah, Lee. Rico, I mean, he had the best quotes, honestly. Within the movie. Niggas get shot every day, B. You be all right. That's number one. Number one. Niggas get shot every day, B. You be all right, nigga. You tough, right? Like, the fuck? And then it it goes from him to... to, uh, What's his name? What is this man's name in this movie? Ace. Ace. It goes to Ace. And he's over there like... All patched up. All patched up. Can barely swallow I'm breathing different, man. <laughs> I'm moving different. <laughs> yes, we see. <laughs> <laughs> but you tough, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> shot every day, B. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, because I'm shooting them. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, my gosh. And then, like, of course, when he saw Kevin, he was like, this Kermit the Frog wannabe. <laughs> loved it it wasn't nice but i loved it he just gave me life he was just so arrogant and ignorant it was it was way where he was showing his little porn in in the in the skater rink in the club in the, in the bar. you need to see when i put my leg up <laughs> i hit him with the duggy i was like what <laughs> foolish just foolish and then when he um when he was arguing when well, they wasn't arguing but they was talking and, and eating their food. And he was like, you saw the soy sauce? You get the soy sauce? <laughs> and in the middle of him telling his fucking story. And then he's like, can I tell my story? Can I tell my story? Right, fuck the soy sauce. Can I tell my story? Like, okay, you just told us that you smashed the cake in somebody's face. Yes, we heard it. We looking at you like you crazy. Oh, <laughs> No ribs, no rice, no champagne. <laughs> you get nothing. Nothing. What the fuck you mean you ain't got my buddy? <laughs> you get nothing. <laughs> I loved it. I loved every bit of Rico until he shot. <sighs> Literally that. Literally that's that. When, that's when you came a bitch ass nigga. You know, you know, friend. When I was watching this, I was like, "There's so many player hating dickheads." Mm. It got like, to the point where I was like, "I can't diagnose all of these people with PhD." Right? Okay, I was like, you get a PhD and you get a PhD. Everybody, this is a player hating dickhead movie. It got to the point where I was like, okay, I'll give this one PhD. I'll give this one, uh, I don't know. <laughs> right. I mean, it's really complicated, friends. It's really complicated. I don't know. I just wanted to let everybody know. I'm broke, baby. I ain't got no money. <laughs> <laughs> You fly. Everybody can tell you got money. Even Ray Charles can see it. Bullshit. I see you shining, nigga. I can smell a motherfucker with money. <laughs> Even Ray Charles can see you got money. Uh, uh, speaking of player hating dickheads. The biggest one. Iceman. Talk about. Whew. 
He's cold and not in the way that I like to call him ice cold, but maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm. At all. How could you? Ooh, girl. How could he take the, the little baby? He was just a kid. Yeah. Don't play too much. Really it's okay. You know why? Up. Why? When I get home, I'm still going to be king. That's true. I guess. I just wanted to say that, and I didn't see how else I could fit it in. <laughs> like, I guess. Yeah. Whatever you say. <laughs> let's get into these diagnoses. <laughs> well, let's do it, shall we? You want to start off with Ace? Let's go with the top shot All right, let's do it. Let's do it. So, in my opinion, I think Ace didn't have a diagnosis. I would agree, but I did give Ace uh, acute stress disorder after the robbery. Um, after the setup with Calvin and getting shot and attacked, I did give him acute sh- distress disorder. He uh, referenced, I keep seeing the flashes of light. The light is telling me you dead. I'm out, Rico. I'm not doing this no more. I can't handle it. Like, my body is different. I'm different. Just not wanting to do the same things that he was wanting to do before. The experience of being his life being threatened, like, literally, like, death is right there. It, like it's right there he could reach out and grab it, but he chose not to um you know just all of the things and so i feel that there were some of the we saw the actual experience some intrusion symptoms not necessarily negative mood i think his mood was um aligned with where with, with being shot mm-hmm. in the head and in the neck I, I feel like my mood would be i'm chilling and then immediately after my nephew-in-law gets captured and then right after that my best friend is murdered so i felt like eh, eh, there but um we definitely see some of the avoidance symptoms the arousal symptoms and i didn't see any dissociative though i felt like he was still very kind of he didn't have an altered sense of his reality but i do think that he had a different sense of self is what I felt like he more so fit in that area, which is why I still settled with uh, acute stress disorder. Being know that the robbery, robbery, <laughs> being know that the robbery had just happened. I'm not exactly sure of the timeline, but I know it's within three months, and so that is the time frame that we would go in between either it being acute distress disorder or more pronounced either adjustment disorder or P- full blown PTSD. Hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. I completely took out what happened to him when I was mm-hmm. thinking about the diagnosis for him. And you're right. Like, I, I don't know why I didn't even consider him getting shot as a part of his diagnosis. But certainly um, him going into the game, I felt like he was even killed. He didn't really. He was just a young a young kid just trying to make money. Like literally. And I think that's something that a lot of people, not just for this film, but just in general, forget, especially about that time, is that these kids were really young, Mm -hmm. getting these really large sums of money. And so imagine giving 17, 19, 20 year old hundreds of thousands of dollars. $30,000 a day. $30,000 a day. Yes. And weapons. Mm -hmm. What do you do? You can't tell them nothing. <laughs> you can't tell me nothing on payday. So could you imagine how it would be if somebody okay. gave me hundreds of thousands of dollars? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> the thoughts, like, right? You went to the place in your mind? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I definitely went there. <laughs> oh, I would be so... I would, I would, ooh, I would be a Rico. I would. Be a Mitch. I'd be, I'd be a Mitch. Because you know what it's all about. It's about fucking no skeezers like that right there. It's about driving these fly-ass cars. And it's definitely about never dressing like a nigga like you, man. Okay, man. It's true. Okay, you're right. Okay, maybe more like Mitch, but with a slide aside of Rico, because I'm going to be like, yo, who the fuck you talking to? And then shoot him. Because Oh, oh and then just you know straight how, shoot him. Do you know oh. how much money I make? Because I, I can fucking shoot you. That's how much. <laughs> <laughs> exactly how much do you need to make annually to be able to just shoot people at will I don't know is there, is there a figure just, I don't think there's a figure for human life I'm just talking <laughs> shit I'm just talking shit 
<laughs> Literally, cash it. <laughs> cash it. Cash it that I don't have. <laughs> eh, whatever. Moving along. <laughs> but especially like you, these people are coming from situations where there are limited resources. They don't have, like even uh, Ace says, like, please don't call me lucky mom. Like it's been a real long time since I found a... Uh, mm lottery to food stamps so I picked the lottery number and there's really nothing lucky about me getting up and going to work right now mm. and then boom coke <laughs> coke <laughs> and then boom coke and then now I think I'm kind of lucky <laughs> well perhaps he is lucky based off of how he found this it was in somebody's what coat pocket you know so you find like, something back you keep it Right. I was like, well, shit, you ain't got to tell me twice. And that's what they said, too. Okay. <laughs> they said, how much did I go for the street? Dang. <laughs> Dang, that's them good, okay? Lulu <laughs> cracked me up. I'm sorry. Lulu made me laugh. Right? Lulu, what kind of name is Lulu? I don't know. That's just my name. <laughs> <laughs> hey, stop playing games with me. What, what is your name? Lulu. <laughs> uh, I think Fine. I want to change my name. Take him to a movie. Your drug dealer friend, take him to a movie. <laughs> That's your friend, right? Your friend dressed nice. Ah, see. <laughs> and then Lulu got popped. Well, uh, so Lulu is a, actually uh, Isai Morales is like a very well known actor, and he's been in a million fucking things. And every time I see him, I go, Oh, Lulu! Oh, <laughs> he is handsome. handsome That's Lulu. Handsome Lulu. That just might end. It's a laugh after. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, y'all and Daniel, if um, my jewels are clanging amongst they each other. They are. And it, it's getting picked up. I feel like I might have to take the chain off. That's <laughs> giving, though. I love it. I love all of it. I feel really cute. I feel really cute. <laughs> And you should, because you are. <laughs> oh, my aspiration in life is to be able to afford a dope rope. Uh, <laughs> nothing else in one day. That's how I know I made it. You're going to get one. I'll make sure of it. I hope so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no problem. I got you. <laughs> make sure it's real. Moving <laughs> <laughs> along. My... That's why it's making so much noise. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hollow it's a little hollow <laughs> it sounds like uh the change that ghouls and goblins rattle Cut <laughs> it out do your job do your okay job. so uh moving right along on to the next diagnosis what did you diagnose rico with uh my favorite person <laughs> personality disorder <laughs> i gave him antisocial personality disorder and narcissism. <laughs> He's an antisocial narcissist. He's both. Ooh, <laughs> Let me double check before I say this, but is it narcissism? Oh, that's in the same class. Sheesh. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the same cluster with two of the diagnoses. Yikes. Okay. Well, so what, what did you have for him? It's possible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, people uh, with this order are typically unable to, um, it's it's like a professed need for in independence as well. And I felt like he definitely was like, niggas trying to position themselves to do other things. Half of these niggas want to be the man just cause. Like he was definitely given um, kind of wanting to, yo, DC man, DC, DC, um, all of that. He had oof, just hard time um respecting the the rights of others and mm -hmm. often violated <laughs> said rights yes. had strong negative reactions to criticism exploitation of others an exaggerated sense of self and importance consistently seeking attention and praise little appreciation for the feelings of others envious 
because I felt like this kind of picked up with the situation with Mitch, envious of mm-hmm. others and feeling while still feeling like others are envious of you. And so being a hater and have, feeling like you're being hated on at the same time, as well as um, persistent fantasies of high achievement and special endowments, belief that you can only be understood by other special people, like these regular niggas. Fuck a sense of having soldiers if you're not going to use them. Mm-hmm. And arrogance, sort of devaluing of others and their accomplishments, and then just, you know, shallow and unstable moods. Mm. Oh, wait. So this was for narcissism? That one was for narcissism. We could get into the antisocial personality disorder as well. <laughs> right. Because I, I definitely hear the narcissism. And then for mm-hmm. anti per, antisocial personality, um, there's failure to conform to social norms with respect to lawful behaviors as indicated by repeatedly performing acts that are grounds for arrest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's that. He just shot that man. He and actually got arrested. And he got arrested. <laughs> um, he shot him in the butt or the back of the leg. It was pretty close to the butt. Um, but maybe the man grabbed the back of the leg. <laughs> yeah. um, de- deceitfulness as indicated by repeatedly lying Um and I think this is more so when he was like kind of questioning, asking Mitch where he got um, the the next batch or kilo. kilo. But then called? even um, Ace's, I think that's how Ace put two and two together was because he knew that Rico was lying. He was like, did you see him yesterday? Did you talk to him? Man, I ain't see him or talk to him all motherfucking day. Right. Yes. So there's that. Lied Maybe about I dropped him scratching. off to you. What you mean? <laughs> right. Um, impulsivity or failure to plan ahead. He clearly didn't plan ahead to get that shit from, from Mitch. So there's that. Um, irritability and aggressiveness. I mean, the way he treated Kevin. <laughs> What's up, Kermy? His name is Calvin. Stop calling that man Kevin. I tried Kevin. to let it slide one oh, time, but I could Because couldn't. his real his real name is Kevin. His oh, okay. Okay. Yes, I'm sorry. His his <laughs> the actor's name is Kevin Carroll, and his name is Calvin. And <laughs> <laughs> I struggle. Friend, yeah. Calvin. <laughs> Damn it. Um, let me see. Reckless be hit reckless disregard for safety of self and others. So he's the type of cat who's gonna like What's up, Kermy? Right. <laughs> Roll up on people, strip and down in the street. <laughs> the whole situation of him and Mitch being introduced to each other in the first place was him jumping into Mitch's fight. Yes, anyway. it was. He put, did that if with the manipulation of the narcissism to position himself with somebody yes. who he knew was getting money. But also mm-hmm. he jumped into a fight and let Nori tell it, pull 10 raises out of his ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> 10, 10 raises, story. Though. 10. Yikes. That's you know what? You painful. be cool how you be cool. Because I didn't see you. You ain't see me. True, <laughs> um, and then of course a lack of remorse indicated by um indifferent or rationalizing having hurt, mistreated, or stolen from another. So I feel like that was just his his MO in general. Um mm-hmm. even especially I mean, he didn't steal anything, but he definitely took Yes, he did, he money. stole the bricks. Well, he stole the <laughs> bricks, but in the beginning when they was having a Chinese food. He had no remorse for Mitch. Like, you ain't got my money. Like, <laughs> no, none of this, none of that. Eh, you're good. Um, so, yeah. And I feel like he's at least 18. So he definitely meets a criteria for that. Possibly. I feel like he was. I mean, at the, it's, it's, it's confusing because the actors are like damn near 30 and playing these roles. But the characters that they're supposed to be playing are young. True shit, true shit. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, I think... It's hard to go in between, but if I had to choose between narcissistic personality and antisocial, I feel like just based off of his behaviors alone in this movie, I would go with antisocial. If I had to choose, I'd just do antisocial, but I don't because this is a podcast and I gave him both. <laughs> Wait, and then he does need, does he get PhD? Does he get a PhD? Oh, no, because his was more, more so money- Related to me, it's better. It, it better explained by other diagnosis. Where I felt like he was really just trying to position himself to be the top dog. It wasn't necessarily hate as much that that resulted in him killing Mitch as much as it was like I could just take this and then I don't need you. Mm. My gunshot. Oh wow, <laughs> that's really. It's like is that a silencer gun? Guess you're using. <laughs> 
You shouldn't you shouldn't throw a potato. What? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> that sounds like it. <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> so so he doesn't but, get PhD, but what would he get? I mean, sorry, what were we gonna say? I don't know. That's not sick. Okay. So then who would get Play hating dickhead. Oh man, so many people, so many people. So uh, we can go definitely with um, ice. Oh, ice for sure, man, for sure. But I also gave ice a substance-related disorder because we definitely see him uh, finishing shooting up right while he's supposed to be babysitting Sunny. Like you in here getting high in front of Sunny, man. I don't ever want to see you again. Don't walk through those doors. No more ice. I swear to God, I'm gonna fucking kill you. But um. I don't know. So many guns. <laughs> so many, so guns. many guns in this episode. But I did give him an opioid uh, use disorder. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Not really sure of the spec, the specific, spec. What's the word? Specificity. Specificity. That Specificity. one. Yeah, not sure <laughs> how severe <laughs> it is, but <laughs> definitely an opioid use disorder. And I do not think that he would have considered as heavily abducting Sonny, torturing Sonny, and then agreeing to let uh, homeboy kill Sonny if he wasn't getting high. Just my thoughts. Mm. Yes. I feel like under the influence of those, um, of the drugs, definitely he might, not might, he definitely allowed a lot of things to happen. And it, it definitely changed his, who he was as a person, I'm sure. So yeah, I have to agree with you there. He is the biggest PhD in this movie. It was sad. And what was his homeboy that actually killed Sadie? I can't remember his name. Ooh, girl, I don't even know. Was it Wedge? I don't no. think so. Either way, but the nigga name who was running the store that was working with him, I didn't like him neither. And but for him to be doing ISIS dirty work, like mm. I don't even know if that's PhD as much as it just says evil. Like that's evil. It was his mm. idea to kidnap the kid. Like because because Mitch cut y'all off financially, mm-hmm. you you think that you should kidnap his little brother, cut off said little brother's finger, send it in the mail. And then once you hear Mitch is dead, kill him. Not even mm. let him go home. Just kill him. Yeah, that's evil. Yeah, I just I, I, there, yeah. I don't feel like there's anything diagnosable about that. It's just evil. Yeah, I I did, however, have a question about Mitch because okay. Hear me out here. I'm not trying Uh-oh. to count people's pockets. I'm not trying to be in the people pockets. However, comma, if you say I only have 116 or 120 some thousand in cash on me and they want a $500,000 ransom, my mind just makes me wonder, why are you still at your mama's house? And if y'all can't afford a car each week, every two weeks, why are you? House. Couple things. My mind. That's how fucking young they were. Okay. All right. I'll take that. Cool. Two. I'm gonna say where I've been at because that there's low overhead for that. Then. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where I'm moving work. I'm moving product. I'm respected in this neighborhood. Like when Ace is talking about Mitch, he's like, everybody show Mitch love. Like mm-hmm. everybody show him love. He's always then when the light hits him, he always look good. So if you don't feel like there's any threat to you per se in that neighborhood, that's where you know everybody, that's where you work, that's where you make your money. And you a kid. He didn't yeah. say I'm gonna get us out of here until he him and Ice got into it. Then he was like, I'm gonna get us out of here. Mm-hmm. So then that might have been like, okay, well, now I'm starting to look. Where do I want to go? Well, let me set this money aside. Let me make sure I can sustain this, whatever. And then also I have to make sure that money, we don't know if that was for go towards re-up or what necessarily that money is for. As someone that's involved in the street game, you know that you're always supposed to keep you your rainy day fund, which will cover your lawyer fees and everyone else's bills for a year while you, if you get sent away again, because he had just did a bit and was 
not making money during that time. And so might have had to sell stuff during that time as well. So he might be re- still establishing the assets that he had before. Hmm. All of those things. Perhaps. I'll get I'll give you that. Um but yeah, I feel like it, it he let it slide one too many times with with ice. With ice. Yeah. I think he he gave him too many chances, but I think that's also um just a part of who Mitch was. Yeah, and you would think like that's my uncle. I'll give him grace. Like, okay, I'll beat his ass in the house. That that should be enough. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm giving him grace. I'm letting him live. I'm letting him walk. He can move through the street and it's not a problem. I'm just not like you dead to me. Mm-hmm. You would think that that would be okay, but not when mm-hmm. your uncle's an opioid using player hating dickhead. Sucks to suck. Mm-mm. Does it so? <laughs> Poor Sonny. Uncle I said y'all be up in there throwing your money around looking all fly. So, like, he looked up to Ice. Like, he spent time with him. Like, he cared about him as an uncle. He didn't think that he was a piece of shit the same way that Mitch did. Mm-hmm. And to have that be, uh, uh, the outcome of it. Uh, I can't. No. I did uh, give Sonny the Z code of Z65.4, victim of torture, because they cut off his pinky. I'm imagining it's his pinky, but they just said finger. I hope it was just a pinky. Hmm. Ouch. Poor thing. Yeah, that was probably the worst part of this movie. But mm-hmm. I feel like every every drug, like, like Kingpin story, it starts out where, like, it, it's very similar. Like, this is, like, the typical rhythm of, like, it was all good, getting money. And then the money just makes it, you know, more money, more problems, right? And so all of a sudden, you know, people dying, people getting shot, you doing this, you're doing that. And yeah, just it's one of those stories that really is, it's, you know, the ending before you even watch it. It's terrible. But uh, like we see, and it's so much money and it's so fast. Like we can see that from even with Ace, from where he's like, uh, here go one bottle, fuck you need a bottle for. Like he don't, he don't know what he's doing. <laughs> he has no I idea know. that he's like, they, I can hit you back here. No, across the street. I'm going to go across the street because Calvin got busted here. So I'm going to be smart and go across the street. <laughs> <laughs> he tried. Across the street. But then we see him like start to level up, start to become more calculated, start to develop plans, start to have foresight of what the future will look like. Okay, this is what I will do. Even when he finds Lulu's body. Okay, I'm going to hold some diamonds for myself and I'm going to give the rest of them to them. I'm going to present them all my cash. How do we move forward? Him putting the money in June's house was in whatever... In, whoever June homegirl was, that was the step towards working towards other things, having people count money in separate places. Like he was learning the things as he went. And that is one thing that did disappoint me about Ace is because he was so much so learning things as he went. After the first time where Rico shot the dude in the ass because he was like, yo, like I heard this nigga trying to set you up. I'm gonna do this to whatever. I love you, B. I'm gonna do this to whoever we got problems with. Ace should have increased his security measures then. Mm-hmm. If it's somebody, if it's people that's that close to you, that's trying to touch you, okay, you need to be moving a little bit different in that moment, not waiting until the setup with Calvin. That's so true. And that was another a hard, like, um, part of the movie was to see Calvin do that to him. You know, like, oh, I knew that was coming from the beginning. Uh, when Calvin, <laughs> when Calvin said, I just make enough dough to make business for the projects, nigga. <laughs> Yo, said, that was definitely one of my that was definitely one of my quotes. I was like, I want a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> when, he, when he was walking out of the house when Miss Billows was bad, when Mama was mad at him for for about to go out, and he stopped yes. and looked at Ace and held him. Then <laughs> paused before he went out the door. <laughs> he played he too much. Shit. He shit. Gosh, and I felt and like you know, of course, he's looking at his sister like you dummy, like. Ever. Right. <laughs> yeah, Lee. She was dumb. Yeah, anyway. She was. <laughs> I said, hey baby, how you doing? She's fine. Thank you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> how many did you beating your A sister? What is going on? <laughs> okay, like, um <laughs> can't answer how she doing. 
Because he's like, I done told you about talking. <laughs> Listen, I feel like he might have been her pimp or something. It might have been a little deeper than that, honey. Because, whoo. Calvin ain't got t- no juice to pimp. He ain't got no juice. He can't put no uh, lizards in his glasses. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know. The way I die every single time he reached through the glasses and rubbed his eye. Okay. Listen. Is it is it just that I'm too young and I don't understand? Is that how it's supposed to be worn? Am I square for putting my lenses in them? No, I th- well, I thought it was a style for a little bit to not have the lenses in them. Oh, okay. Okay. So but he was he was doing what he was supposed to do then, I guess. It just makes me that. I think I think every generation since like has like the frames and like no lenses. I think even now people still do it. That mm-hmm. ass. Especially because LASIK surgery, like, I think people just really like, you know, being able to to wear lenses to match an outfit. You know what I mean? Kind of like you. The outfit. I should have popped these lenses out beforehand like Calvin did so we wouldn't have this glare <laughs> in the video. <laughs> or you can just get your, your prescription lenses. I didn't even have an extra ring light on because you can see it too much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need that one. So who else we got left to? Oh, we got him. We have to die. I can't tell. Hmm. What was that? Hmm. What's that? Well, let's diagnose Calvin. We so busy talking about Calvin. We said player hate yes. dickhead disorder as well. Uh, yes, that is a derivative of a personality disorder with a distorted sense of self, of importance and reality. He clearly thought that he was way more than he. Well, it, it's my block now. I mm. run the block. Mm-mm, nigga no. no you fucking my shit up and then like ace is trying to be a good employer and trying to explain to him the x's and o's and the reasons why like you could either do this how i'm giving it to you or you can step you have options sir here are your options and then rico just comes in and says, fuck this current the frog looking ass nigga i slept the shit out of you who is roach at him I just loved it. I just right. <laughs> just mm. wow. So that was actually one of my favorite scenes. Um, unfortunately, I think you really. So you you would have been the girl in in the porno video. Oh no! Because <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> which, that's what you have to look forward to being in love with Rico. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh no. Yeah. Well. There's you that. can't tell me. Ain't no way in hell he don't beat women. You can't. Ain't no way in ain't hell. No, no. He was He's like that. Smacking. Niggas, smacking niggas like that. Oh, shit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Be safe out here, ladies. <laughs> Chase okay. that the nigga in the bitch. Balenciaga's getting your ass beat. Like, don't call me white girl. Said, fuck the nigga in the bendable sneaks. Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I won't be that. Mm-mm. Not me. I would have been like, oh, hi. I probably would have flirted real nice and been like, you're crazy. Bye. <laughs> yep. That's it. That's the, that's the like Mitch. But I would have loved Mitch, but I'm not going back Mitch, to your mama yeah. house and doing it in that twin size bed with your little brother uh, sleeping in the same room. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. We go to the hotel. <laughs> okay. I'm classy. <laughs> Take me to, to, um, <laughs> Red Roof Inn. <laughs> Don't do that. They got bed bugs. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Do your job. <laughs> so what he told the door, man. Do your fucking job. Give you a cigar, but do your fucking job. <laughs> Oh, gosh. All right. All right. Mitch. Who was we? Calvin. <laughs> Who were we diagnosing? I'm sorry. <laughs> Supposed to be hitting that son. That's all I had for Calvin. I don't know. Player hating dickhead. Personality disorder. Just, uh, just a dickhead. PhD. He's just a dickhead. Yes. I I wholeheartedly agree. Yes. Who else? Who else is a player hating dickhead? I think that's it. That, that's it. That's it. No. We got all of them out the way early. Uh, well... Yeah, I mean, yeah. do you think the 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 manager from the from the cleaners, the owner of the cleaners? 
I was a cool ass nigga. <laughs> like literally, like literally in my notes, it says Pip. Cool ass nigga. <laughs> cool ass nigga. Got it. Got it. Alright. <laughs> Just make sure. the way he was answering the phone. Shit, nigga, you tell me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I agree. Okay, how much money you want to lose? It, like he was given a lot of like information to Ace as well, and telling him things ahead of time that helped him going forward. With the whole, he got busted. It's only a matter of time messing with somebody as dumb as him. Like that, let mm-hmm. Ace know. Like, oh yeah, this dude is stupid as hell. It's not just he's annoying and I don't like him and I don't like the way he treat my sister. He's dumb, mm-hmm. so that he's able to be like and present the coke to Mitch and be like, I don't want to mess with him. He's dumb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True shit, true shit. Well, yeah, I think Pip is cool. Um, went to Mitch. Mitch. Money making Mitch. Mitch could get it. <laughs> Makai Pfeiffer has just the, not even in, you know, like my cre- creepy, dirty old woman ways, but like just the, <laughs> the brightest, like most beautiful smile. Makai Pfeiffer has the most beautiful smile. Like I just appreciate yeah. Like when he's like when he genuinely smiles, you see his whole. He looks so happy. I love it. <laughs> like me and magic. I love it. Ah, uh, he could light up a room with that smile. Literally. Now on my creepy, dirty old woman. Oh, he was fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's out. I'm done. <laughs> we did it. We got it out. Um. Even when he was crying, I was like, oh, don't cry, Mitch. Don't cry. Yo, that monologue. That monologue. Yo, I'm about yeah, to I felt that. some real murder shit. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Everybody that looked at me funny. <laughs> owes me money. <laughs> okay. Everybody getting dead. Yeah. Owes me money. <laughs> yeah. Who's any jealous ass bullshit is dead, eh? They're fucking dead. <laughs> That's it. I was like, I feel that shit. Let's go get him. Get him, man. Shit. Fucking dead, man. Said, oh, I'm so emotional. You're talking about heartstrings, Makai. <laughs> real active right there. That's real active. Real active. Okay. Or, But the best monologue was when he was on the couch with Ace. And he was talking about how much he loves the game. Like that. That was a great monologue. He said, it's my gift in life, man. The, the, girl, I was like, well, I be. <laughs> <laughs> I be John Byrne. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this makes sense. People don't want to do it because they, they got to. Nigga like me, man. I love the game. I love the hustle. Yeah. If I leave, the fans still going to love me, man. They loved him. Everybody loved him. So they were still going to have love for him. It's unfortunate that he felt that he had to be loved through what he did. It's unfortunate. I feel like it's unfortunate that too many of our young black men don't feel that if they're not doing something that is producing some product, serving some purpose for other people, that they're not deserving of love or that they're not receiving Mm -hmm. love. And I feel like we as a community need to do better at telling our black men we love them. We love y'all. I think it's too, though, heretic, like, just hereditary and just you know genetics it it's embedded in us to feel that love is transactional that you Mm. have to do something in order to receive love and you know i think for him it's definitely what he was able to provide to the community although it wasn't the best for the community he was still able to provide something for them he was putting money in people's pockets oh absolutely he probably did more for his community than his local council member did Oh shit, son! <laughs> you ain't lying about that. So, yeah, that's true. I mean, I didn't really diagnose Mitch because I think I have have an issue with trying to diagnose him because he's so fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I dug into our uh, archive of fake diagnosis that we create here on the Diagnosis at Cosmopolitan oh, Podcast, shit. our DSM <laughs> <laughs> diagnosis, yeah. and diagnosed bitch with hustleitis. Yes, indeedy. 
it is a behavioral addiction, a non-substance uh, addictive behavior. Mm -hmm. And it is his a behavioral addiction to hustling. He really felt like it was his gift that he had to offer to the world. Mm -hmm. If we compare it to other uh, behavioral addictions, I could try to do that real fast and make some shit up on the fly because, again, this is a made up diagnosis. So it's not real in the first place. So <laughs> mm -hmm. I think I would akin it most to that of gambling as a non-substance related disorder and say uh, the need to hustle with increasing amounts of money to in order to achieve the desired excitement. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Restless or irritable when attempting to cut down on hustling. Because mm, they came in at Ace ready. Who's the plug? Okay. <laughs> we need that. Streets dry. We get okay. antsy. <laughs> <laughs> Is often preoccupied with hustling. <laughs> uh, often hustles when feeling distressed. Mm -hmm. After losing money hustling, often returns another day to get even. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, we really got to write let that nigga Duff take my money, take your money. Ain't you a man? You know what? Walk that way. Walk that way. And then he had to go do a big, but you know. Okay, anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> jeopardize or lost significant relationships or opportunities because of hustling mm. Sucky got snatched because of his hustle mm -hmm. relies on others to provide money to relieve desperate financial situations caused by hustling so when he got out of jail he said you want to look out for me I need you to put me on with them keys that, you, that I'm hearing about mm -hmm. period that's it point blank the car is nice I like that that's my speed Thanks. however let me get them bricks okay <laughs> <laughs> and most importantly the gambling oh sorry no the hustling behavior is not mm. better explained by a manic episode true it's just it's just what he's been doing since he was a kid it's what he's good at it's his gift in life man gift in life that shit was deep I, i'm not gonna lie that one stuck with me i'm like damn it's a gift but then i also wonder then if it's his gift though like truly if it is that that is a gift for someone to be mm -hmm. able to sell someone their shirt off their back, like, I mean, like, that, that's definitely a gift. Mm -hmm. But I wonder, too, like, if he were still to be alive and my client, I would be interested to understand, like, you know, career aspirations that don't necessarily have to be so involved in the hustle, but mm -hmm. can be within the community and engaging like he wants it to be. I just wish that the world gave, especially America, you ho-ass United States of America, I'm talking directly to you, give broke people opportunities and we can make this country wonderful. Great Fuck again. Finland and Sweden. Fuck them. We could be a fucking global power again if y'all stop trying to oppress us. And that message comes from Dr. Cope. Quick break, period. On my earring, Dr. Cope said it. And what? Mm -hmm. Vote for me. Mm, I would. I would definitely vote for you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I definitely agree with you. I feel like he has so many, with all of the just soft skills that he has, he has mm -hmm. so much, so many employable qualities. Mm -hmm. And it's just a shame that the, just such limited resources, he felt like this was his only opportunity to make that kind of money. <sighs> He had to die way too young. Damn shame what they did to Mitch. Damn shame. That man fought to the end, though. If I get shot, I don't know if my first reaction is going to be to scratch your face. You know what I'm saying? I'm like... <laughs> I'm taking something with me. <laughs> right? I'm going to get this DNA. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> you don't know what complexion you was, at least. <laughs> True. Get this D. Look, friends, if there's nothing that you don't learn from Payton Fool, you make sure you get that DNA, okay? That's what Law and Order taught me. Get that DNA. <laughs> <laughs> but Mitch was, I think Mitch was also a great friend. He was. Even when Ace was broke, that was still his homie. Yeah. Yeah. They was in the car. I got a Jeep every bump on your face. Get at me, man. Report to me. Always. <laughs> <laughs> his heavy accent but he even Dave Dash was like your man look bad give him a house or something 
Right. But he still was like, come with me. You're not the only one making drop-offs. Come with me. That's my style. 10 years, I'm thinking more like 10 days. Like, mm-hmm. he always was still trying to include Ace in the things that he was doing and make sure that Ace was around and was okay with Ace dating his sister. And she came, yo, Keisha, this nigga Ace here. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. The thing about Ace, too, though, I guess it did have somewhat of a happy ending. I don't want to say happy ending because that sounds terrible. But <laughs> <laughs> in all the ways, um, I think with Ace, he was able to at least get out of the game. And that's not the case for a lot of people who are, mm. you know, involved with, you know, dealing drugs, especially back then, especially back then. So he did get the chance to see the the other side because again he was that planner he was that person that planned to be out but then mitch on the other hand it there was no plan there was no exit plan there was it was just this is life and so when someone is caught up in that life i guess ultimately that's the the life sentence that they give themselves yeah i the 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 hood of me will not let me accept that (laughs) no 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 it's not true no. <laughs> I don't like dealer. it. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> Being a drug dealer is not a life sentence. It's a career. Those are employable skills that you're learning that can be applied to other work environments. Indeed. But if you have no plan. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> it's a conspiracy by the man to keep us oppressed. Again. Very <laughs> usual. They drop off movies like Starface in the hood and then just walk away. Right. Just drop that off plus coke. coke. Here's, the okay. drugs, here's the guns and here's the influences. Kill each other. Oh, be great. <laughs> Took the cake, put it in your I'm going to teach you nothing else and this fucked up education system will give you no opportunities to do nothing different. There go some right. drugs. Sell those. Right. We're there trying to go. fight this war over here. Be we need y'all. Yeah. Yeah. fund our illegal operations that we're doing as a government even though we lock you up for profit for doing illegal you know what this is go down very dark place um <laughs> they said that things was very different uh in Harlem when Skyface came out which would have would have been December of 1983 New York City does not look that fucking nice in December now damn it I want movies to start telling the truth about how New York looks in the wintertime I'm tired of it I'm sick of it. I'm tired of y'all putting summertime backgrounds with people just in big coats. It's not the same. We could tell the difference. Mm-mm. If I don't see no breath, then this isn't real and I don't like it. I want realism in my films now. That's it. That's all. Put me in the fur in the middle of July. Why? Wow. But shoot all your scenes indoors. Do something. Right. Put a little snow on the ground. I mean, that Stop is bad. And I'm not clean, fresh, white snow. I want the ugly, dirty, slushy stuff with the trash gray in one. It. Make it real. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> All of that to say that I did really appreciate the uh, the costumes, the backgrounds, the cars, the uh, extra things that they did try to do to make it very feel very 80s. It was appreciated. Uh, with it being such a limited budget, I did appreciate the lengths that they did go to to make it as authentic as possible. Especially, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. An ace in his seventeen different colors that he was wearing at the beginning of the film. Yeah, so so many different colors. So but, yeah, colors. yeah. I guess that was to show the time. <laughs> it's about never dressing like a bum ass nigga like Ace. <laughs> Period. I mean, honestly, though, I probably would have worn his outfit if if I were to choose a character, I would choose to dress like Ace. Keisha liked it. Keisha liked it. Keisha had a good head on shoulders. She sure did. She said, I'm born. You born. We're going to live a nice Mm -hmm. little born life. But now give me that money so I go shopping. (laughs) Okay. Shoot. I know that's right. By the wonderful, beautiful Regina Hall. Absolutely love her. She's just so beautiful. Everything. Yes. That's all I got, friend. I absolutely love this movie. I mean, I probably could just throw more around more quotes, but I, I really don't have any others besides you watching that ass, man. Count that cash. Other than that, I feel like we can wrap up. You got anything <laughs> else? <laughs> nah. I think we did a good job talking about everything. Um, again, I really love the movie. We did you like know Kim before this film? Mm, 
yes, but not like like rap. Like I wasn't like into his music or anything like that. But oh, okay. There's that. <laughs> How Don't are we friends? Me. How did we meet? <laughs> In psychology class. <laughs> Was it what class do uh, we in? I have no idea. A long time ago. Long time. That's all I know. Long time ago, but only three years ago did we start this podcast. Happy anniversary, friend. I'm so happy, so excited to be completing another episode and completing another year doing this awesome podcast, having so much fun with you. I appreciate you. I appreciate Dale, our everything person who does everything else that we don't do for the show. And I appreciate everyone for listening. You guys are awesome. Thanks for sticking with us. Thank you. We love you. She drew a heart if you're listening <laughs> on audio and not viewing on YouTube. But <laughs> if you would like to support the show and help us get more content out to you all, you can visit our website and follow the support the show link to become a Patreon member or donate on our cash app. Now we're happy to get the kind of money that jingles, but we rather the kind that folds. We try to make money like Mitch and Ace. Yes. We want to be paid in full. I do. So we can get Courtney a real rope chain. Help me get a gold chain, guys. That's it. Huh. Just a dollar <laughs> a day. <laughs> I, too, could be dripped in gold. Um, as always, be sure to follow us on Instagram, at the DSM Podcast, or on YouTube. And you can subscribe to our show wherever you get podcasts. While you're there, go ahead and leave us a comment because we are counselors and actually care about what you have to say. Help us celebrate our anniversary. Go buy some merch. Yes. Support the girls. Do they? Give us something. Hmm. I don't know why I said it like that. But until next time, y'all. Peace. Okay, bye. You see the past.